0: Hello and welcome to Willizen. We in this podcast we will discuss the Supreme Court's latest verdict on the payment of AGR dues The Department of Telecommunication and the telecom operators themselves filed petition before the Supreme Court to allow telecom operators to make payment of pending AGR dues in installments However, during the hearings, the Supreme Court reserved its judgment on this issue and rather proposed to examine the matter separately with respect to insolvent telecom service providers under the IBC. So the Supreme Court in this regard had raised three important questions for consideration. Question number one, whether the spectrum can be subjected to proceedings under the insolvency and bankruptcy court? Number two, in the case of spectrum sharing, How the payment is to be made by the telecom service provider? And number 3, in the case of spectrum trading, how the liability of the seller and buyer is to be determined? With respect to issue number 1, let us first discuss the arguments made by the Solicitor General of India. The Solicitor General of India argued that Section 4 of the Indian Telegraph Act 1885 provides the central government with exclusive privilege of establishing, maintaining and working telegraphs and that the Department of Telecommunication grants licenses which are in the form of contractual arrangements. The telecom service providers are bound by such terms and conditions of the license issued by the DOT. In addition to this, the SGI had relied on the explanation to section 18 of the code which provides that assets owned by a third party in possession of the corporate debtor or held under contractual arrangements are not included in the term assets for the purpose of section 18. Hence, the spectrum held under a contractual arrangement should also not be an asset of the corporate debtor. It was further argued that licensee is not the owner of the spectrum and it being a recognized natural resource belongs to the people of India and hence the spectrum cannot be subjected to proceedings under the code. In support of his arguments, the learned SGI had relied on the judgment of the Supreme Court in the matter of Embassy Property Development Private Limited vs. State of Karnataka.
1: Okay, so let me take you through the arguments made by the councils representing the telecom service providers. Number 1. First of all, it was argued that it is the NCLT which shall decide the question of whether the spectrum can be sold or not. Number 2. The Indian Accounting Standards 38 has been referred by the Council to indicate that an asset is a resource controlled by the entity for further economic benefits. As such, the telecom license and the right to use the spectrum are the assets of the company and form a part of the intangible assets. As per the guidelines for the Reporting System on Accounting Separation Regulation 2016. Number three. Further, it was argued that the section 5 subsection 21 of the IBC Code defines operational debt to include dues payable to the government and hence the claim of DOT for unpaid dues are operational debt and DOT is an operational creditor. Number 4, the council also relies on the provision of section 31 of the Code, in accordance with which the resolution plans become binding even on the central government, any state government to whom a debt is owned. Number 5. The license issued by the DOT contains the format for execution of the tripartite agreement between the licensor, licensee and the lenders in order to facilitate the financing the licensee and to secure the lender interest. So in view of the same the same TPA, the claim of DOT over the spectrum will be subservient to the claims of the lender as per the IBC code. Also from the commercial angle. The council argued that the spectrum is a raw material for telecom companies and if the license of such spectrum is terminated, the resolution professional will find it difficult to run the company as a going concern, which is very much against the objective of the court. In the end, the council also relied on the non-obstant clause under Section 238 of the court, pursuant to which the court overrides the provision of the Indian Telegraph Act 1885, Indian Wireless Telegraph Act 1933, and Telecom Regulatory Authority of India Act 1997, and uh, having heard the arguments, the Supreme Court held that all the questions pertaining to whether spectrum can be subject to proceeding under IBC, ownership of spectrum, applicability of moratorium, status of DOT during CIRP that is whether it's OC or FC, shall be decided by the NCLT.
0: So before we jump into issue number two and three, let us distinguish between spectrum sharing and spectrum trading as detailed by the DOT in its affidavit before the Supreme Court. So spectrum sharing allows operators to pool their respective spectrum for usage in a specific geographical area and which is usually to facilitate optimization of resources. Whereas on the other hand, spectrum trading, it allows parties to transfer their spectrum rights and obligations to another party, so that the idle spectrum from the hands of one service provider gets transferred to the other service provider who may be facing spectrum crunch. And in the case of spectrum sharing, the right to use spectrum as granted by the DOT remains with this expected telecom service provider, while in the case of spectrum trading, the right to use gets transferred from the seller to the buyer.
1: Okay. So now let's discuss the issue number 2, where in the supreme court questioned as to in the case of sharing, how the payment is to be made by the telecom service provider. Now as per the sharing guidelines 2015, there is no stipulation on the payment of past use of the sharing operator. Also according to the DOT, in case of sharing of spectrum, there is an increment of 0.5% in the spectrum usage charges rate and both telecom service provider pay this incremental charges on their respective AGRs. And to conclude that finally Supreme Court observed that a share operator telecom service provider cannot be saddled with the liability to pay the past use of AGR of licensee that have shared the spectrum with the original licensees. With respect to the last issue on liability of seller and buyer in case of spectrum trading the Supreme Court pursued Para 11 of the Trading Guidelines 2015, where it is clearly laid down that Firstly, the seller should clear all its dues prior to concluding any agreement for spectrum trading. Thereafter, if any dues recoverable up to the effective date of the trade shall be the liability of the buyer. Also, any other amount found recoverable subsequent to the effective date of the trade and which was not known to the parties at the time of effective date of trade the government shall at its discretion be entitled to recover such amount from the buyer or seller jointly or severely so in this regard the supreme court observed that in case part of the spectrum is under sale the liability of the buyer with respect to past dues of the seller shall not arise and in case where the entire spectrum is under sale the past dues of the seller shall be the liability of the buyer and accordingly the supreme court directed the DOT to complete the assessments
0: After dealing with the three issues in hand, the Supreme Court ruled on the subject matter of the case that is the payment of pending AGR dues in instalments. The Supreme Court directed that there shall not be any dispute on demand raised by the DOT in respect of AGR dues and it also further directed the telecom operators to make payment of 10% of the total dues by 31st March 2021. Afterwards, to make payments in equal yearly installments commencing from 1st April 2021 up to 31st March 2031, payable by 31st March of every succeeding financial year and within a week's time of making such payment, a report has to be made before the Supreme Court. In the event of default, interest along with penalty and interest on penalty will become payable without reference to any court. And also, the Supreme Court clarified that such default would amount to contempt of court. So, this is the summary of the Supreme Court's verdict.